old sourpuss himself. He demands respect. Did you see that link that I sent you about the album on... There's an app for the album. Did you see that? No. You can buy Reflection oh, by Brian Eno yeah. as an app that self-regenerates and never ends. You put the app on. Yeah. And it doesn't repeat the album every 53 minutes. Mm-hmm. It has stems of the album that randomly generate. Okay. Okay. Sounds easy enough. Mm-hmm. How much does this album cost? Huh. 29.99 on your phone. Yeah. So if you get a different phone, you can't even listen to it. So possibly the most expensive app you'll ever buy is just a generating of this. Well, mm-hmm. there's. Yeah, I'm totally wrapping my head around it. It is insane. So is it like you, know, you get those procedurally generated looking games? So it's kind of a bit like that, and that because it's got these stems, technically, if you start listening to it again, you wouldn't hear the same. Yeah, it, it, different every. There'd time. be different times, and so it randomly generates a different time. But because it's ambient as well, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you, you could possibly notice. Random new episode of the Dolph came out today. Concerning the Sunday or something. Yeah, I just saw it. Went there. No, I didn't lose it uh, this morning. Where's <sighs> <sighs> one? You got more energy going? Um, I'm doing um, inhale some more of this stuff. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna stop. Probably like this one. <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing more to say about this one because there's actually something there. This, Which helps. This content. Yeah. Um, oh, give me your Bluetooth speaker. Oh, even. I don't. I don't physically need it, but if you turn it on over there. It is on. Mm. I know, right? Oh, come on, connect, connect, you filthy bitch. There you go. Nice. Oh, I thought it was white before it's blue. No, it was blue because it's Bluetooth. Let's turn the clicks off. <laughs> oh, no, I've got a hiccup. Mm. Oh. My balls just hurt for some reason. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, they just got random cases. I'm going to stab you from inside. And they did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not the best I've ever felt. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Where was I going? Okay, let's get something started. Or do you want more? Brigance in grown close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. It's Where not that bad, actually, position. considering we're talking over it. Where do you want this position? Hold on, we need to wait, because it'll kick in in a second with some actual... We need those drums, and then we can figure it out. Yeah. 
Oh, dodgy. Yeah, higher is better, so maybe... Yeah, you know, put it in his old school place. Now talk to me. Oh. Yeah, that'll yeah. work, actually. It's not bad. Fantastic. I thought I'd put a Run the Jewels song on the beginning, but not many people have. Because yeah. it's the theme to uh, a film called uh, Rubble King Kings. Rubble Kings. Rubble Kings. I've not seen the film. No. I just came across the track because obviously I have Run the Jewels flag for my uh, Apple Music. So no. It's also why I listen to WRTJ, the Run the Jewels radio station, mm. built into uh, oh, yeah, Beats Music. Yeah. Every Friday, two hours. It's good. What if, what if Adam and Joe were super angry? And their playlists are amazing. Yeah. 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 So. Dynamite. <laughs> Hello, if we didn't say that, and it makes Hello. it easier to edit around. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hey. So. I've got beautiful teeth. Show me your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to him. <laughs> <laughs> Email me your teeth. Mm. Squeeze your teeth against the photocopier at work and then send me that picture. <laughs> Squeeze your teeth. Get all the juice out of it. <laughs> send me your teeth juice. Yep. Drip it. No, right, I'm not going to stop that now. Drip the teeth <laughs> juice into a jar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, we're doing Run the Jewels 3. Yeah. It came out on Christmas Day. What was 2016. It's the 24th. It's not. It's officially. I got the email on the twenty fifth. I got it on Christmas Day. No. Um, physically, it came out on the thirteenth. There is already argument oh about where it should land because I, I believe uh, uh, Killer Mike and LP are now saying that officially it came out in twenty seventeen, but obviously on Apple Music on everything it says twenty sixteen. Uh, but it is kind of late. Yeah, uh, you know, it didn't really give you time to appreciate. You only had a week to appreciate it before the year was up. True. But um, a quick little first impression from me before we get going. In 2013, "Run the Jewels" was my album of the year. Hmm. In 2014, "Run the Jewels 2" was my album of the year. So no pressure on this one. Fair <laughs> Running time, 51 minutes and 27 seconds. It's definitely their longest album. Yeah. Um, okay, I did have much to write before that, because mm-hmm. you know more about them, so there's no um, anything like the fact you probably brought up already, so there's not much there. Um, I'll just let you hit beats and I'll, I'll, I'll come off it. Reviews. Review Roundup. All music, yep. four and a half stars. It's a solid nine out of ten from all music. AV Club, mm-hmm. B plus. That's, that's quite low for them. Chicago Tribune, three and a half stars out of four. I mean, that's that's quite good though, right? Yeah, well, I'm just waiting to see what you were going to translate that. Oh right, okay. <laughs> um, it's uh, is it so an awkward? Eighty-seven point five. Yeah. Um, the Guardian, Independent, and Rolling Stone, four stars. Mm-hmm. NME, five stars. Uh, Slant, three stars. Vice, A minus. 
Pitchfork, 8.6 out of 10. There you go. Nice. The aggregate, um, any decent music, 8.5 out of 10, and Metacritic, 88 out of 100. Nice. Chart-wise, uh, Canada, 52, New Zealand, 2, US uh, Billboard, 235, US R&B slash hip-hop, 8. Ooh. There you go. That's everything I had there. Nice. So, keep it succinct. Indeed. Uh, right, so, and it starts off. Yeah, yeah. And see, so I've not listened to Run the Jewels 1 or 2. Mm-hmm. Or anything by Killer Mike or LP before. No. Um, not that impressed with their rapper names, but, I mean, yeah. No. no, I think they're fine. Sounds like there's all good rapper names gone. But, uh, but I, that's good. nothing to do with their music. It's just yeah. no, and they've both been around for like twenty years. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Oh well, uh, well uh, okay. You know what I mean. I think I'm trying to. Well, <coughs> I was listening to LP before I realised who he was or knew who he was particularly, because um, there was an independent hip hop album. What was it called? It was called The Cold Vein by Cannibal Ox. Came out about in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And he did all the music for that. And it is fantastic still to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killer Mike I knew a lot less about. Um, and I don't know if I got into him until I listened to Run The Jewels. And then went back to his albums because he's got tons as well. Mm-hmm. I mean LP has fantastic damage from like what 2001? And that's amazing too. Um... And Cancer for Cure. I think I'm more LP based in my my love. Um, See, one of the things I thought about leading up to doing this one, mm-hmm. I think, because you picked this. Yes, I had no choice. And well, you did. I didn't. Um, but it was also the fact that one of the things you've often said is that you can never let me hear the music you actually like. Yes. Well, this seems to be one of those cases where this is the music know, you actually I, like. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't had time to grow accustomed to it. Though I must admit, obviously I do own the vinyl of this already. Well, don't worry. (laughs) Spoilers for later. We'll we'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, again, that's what I mentioned it for Frank Ocean as well. Um, And I I think the rule's changing. Because I always bring this up when we're doing rap is that I like the fact they can actually hear what they're saying mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think the more we listen to it, the more I realise it's it's just a couple of terrible albums we've listened to where we can't hear it. And the norm is that you can hear what they're saying over yeah, the yeah. fucking music. So I'm going to have to stop saying that because it just <laughs> seems to be, again, your occasional the word and ICT and things where we can't fucking hear what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so my first point <laughs> is invalid already <laughs> um, to start um, but yeah it's okay. Um, so it starts off I like what I'm hearing yeah, yeah well it starts off strong right mm-hmm. I mean LP also produces all the beats on these records it's not like Kanye anymore where he gets people in and you know gets them to produce and then he tinkers with them LP sits down in his little studio makes the beat from scratch and then they obviously... I don't. I think they actually get in a room together now. I feel like initially they probably did it via Tinternet. You know what I mean? And traded it back and forth. While they sorted out uh, 
I'm sure since the second album they just literally get in a room together and work on the lyrics because they work better like challenging each other yeah. they go oh that was dope that was a good vo- that was a good verse I have to come up with something better now and so you know which is why you get some crazy lyrics in this fucking album I mean I say yeah I was wondering if you think I should have sat with the lyrics open mm-hmm. I never did that I did that for the last few I used to do it all the time well like I say I don't uh, Genius doesn't work anymore for me if I open right. the app it crashes every time yeah. so I just stop using it because what's the fucking point yeah, fix your app Genius um, but yeah you anything about the first one? No, I mean, it's just, it, yeah. it's got a great beat. Um, kind of dark. Um, but no, I mean, it, I say it starts off strong. The problem with something like this is I'm more intrigued as to what you have to think about it. Because uh, it's obvious what I think about it. Mm. It's great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the sort of thing where you just listen to it and go, it's got so, the bass is so heavy and it's got such great energy that you just feel like uh, spinning wildly in a in a work chair which is nice I, in my work chair while listening to this at work I was laying in almost a vertical position not a horizontal position because <laughs> uh, I always be standing I'm on your work chair I'm fairly sure I'm going to break that chair at some point but I was kind of laying right back to the point of again, pretty much lying down listening to this yeah not doing any work um yeah, so the second track, Talk To Me, first yep. single released 4th November 2016. Um, <laughs> Alright, just some weird chair. Like, These beats are on point. Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it's good. Um, this is... Uh, the other albums have done like Kim Kanye and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is infinitely better than anything we've listened to before this. Well, like I said, when they started... I believe it was almost in direct, sort of like, as a a fuck, as, you, to, a fuck you to watch the thrones, you know, mm. to the point that even the name sort of sounds similar. Yeah. Um, but this track sounds almost like it's the, their idea of a Bond theme. You know what I mean? Mm. I was listening. Oh, oh my god! And they ripped my ears off, turning my head too hard. I mean, can we bring something up up on this one? Just at the beginning. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, and I've accidentally wrote run the Jew as my as my search. That oh. came up with so many answers. Oh. Oh, no, nothing good. <laughs> Steve Bannon. What? Um Hold on. Sorry everyone, I don't like Dead Space. Who does? Uh, it was a good game on the uh, Xbox, whatever. Cutting the limbs off space zombies. Sorry. Uh, okay. It's not like. I've never even heard the Bond sort of yeah, thing yeah. until now. It's, yeah. And I say, when, they, when that, that, the full drop comes about 30 seconds in, the bass is insane on this track. Honestly, the people below me must cry when I tear the bass up on this. Honestly, that's a note I've got for the third one. Um, whereas I have to say thanks to uh, Mabimba, mm-hmm. because I, up until listening to them, I did not know what Kush was. 
<laughs> so there's a lot of references in this. That I'm just That's like, sweet, sweet coach. Oh, I know what this stuff is now they're talking about because I've listened to Ken Griffin <laughs> talk about it. So, yay. Okay. Griffin, a man who really seems to be down with vaping and the coosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm to talk about somebody else's podcast on their own, but I could listen to that man just talk about vaping all day. It's, it's, <laughs> I could not give a fuck about vaping, but it's just the way he does it. It's, really quite entertaining well yeah, yeah. but yeah um, so um, we've got what I'm doing here I can't remember what it is for the third one but something about a Godfather reference but. <laughs> no doubt I mean the, so what are we saying uh, legend has it we're on to yeah um, the, as I say there's so many references as you go through it it's it's yeah, unbelievable um. Oh, now now you've got me checking through lyrics just to say. Oh, but hey, right. that's a dick in a box reference. What more do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, Lonely Island. Uh, Justin Timberlake, dick mm-hmm. in a box. Because every new record's my dick in a box. Which is what what L uh, L says. Though, uh, admittedly, in the official line notes, he's merely called Jamie. Jamie and Mike. It's like they've grown up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. oh, I, I never even saw that line before either. So, right, uh, I'll pu- pull a sword on. I'll pull a sword on you, simps, just with a flick of the wrist. I'll te- uh, get your neck given up, mist. Like something that bloody showgun assassin that we were watching for a minute mm. yesterday. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I, oh, I had so much to say and I've got no words left because it's just so good. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, there's no reason for people not to listen to this. What, you don't have Apple Music, you don't have access. This album is free on Run The Jewels website because all three of their albums yeah. are free. Yeah. And then, you know, if you want to pay for it, you can. Yeah. And they're so good, you do. So, you know, it's, when it gets to the next track mm-hmm. called Picatron, yeah. That's the first thing that I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Well, I'm that's my, if I have to be critical, mm-hmm. this is my least favourite beat on the record. Yeah. Um, and it's just the re- repetition of quite an annoying, like, robo- robo- robotic voice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, on a, on a lighter note, it's quite a short song. Yeah. <laughs> And also the the last uh, verse that Mike throws out is fantastic. To be quite honest, he really bring, brings his A game by that point. Um, oh, sorry. Okay, here you go. How's yeah. this? I, I I read the last one. You try and read any of that. Which one? Hook. Under hook it says Mike. Yeah, okay. So you want me to read this? Yes. In any sort of style? Uh, yeah, try and make it rhyme, but no, just the line. I'm a slama mama do my llama danger dick. <laughs> I'll do you mama skeeter with the Peter never eater. <laughs> Tell her see you later holler. Fight tomorrow, baby. I ain't going to holler. Vroom vroom, my 
I impala, pop a pussy, pop a collar, pop a pill, pop, and then chill. No pill, Cosby. Not a raper or a bone a taker. Bonafide heartbreaker. Hit her once, hit her twice. Then tell her see you later. Got head watching Vice at her home indicator. Indeed. Um, man and Vice. <laughs> Is that what you watch? Well, because no, Vice okay. have their own TV channel now, so maybe they're just, he's just watching. Oh, okay, I've never heard of that. Well, you know, Vice, oh, the, this is also the one we discussed yesterday when we brought up the whole demon dentist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are rapist. <laughs> An anal rapist. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, then by the time you get track five, we've got Danny Brown involved. And I love Danny Brown. It was uh, He Kids. Featuring Danny Brown. You know what I mean? Because his album, Triple uh, X, from a few years ago, is absolutely fantastic. Okay. I'll take your word. Another album that someone released for free as well. Yeah. Track 6, Stay Gold. It was good. But I didn't really <laughs> write much about it, but I remember enjoying it. He, he just flew past it. Oh, I got written for uh, Hey Kids. Oh, sorry. Ooh, my A! I had nothing, I had nothing written for it at all, unfortunately. Well, I, I think it's by this point you know that even though there's a similarity between all the tracks, but they're different enough and the lyrics are inventive enough mm -hmm. that they keep your attention. So it's another great beat. Yeah. And all I wrote for uh, Stay Gold was merely G-O-L-D, G-O-L-D, that's gold. That's all I wrote. And I think that's all you need to write because it's great. Fair enough. Don't get captured. Uh, Good advice. Uh, indeed. Yeah. I, I my only note is I have nothing to say. Too busy doing the dab. I'm not even quite sure what the dab yeah, is. I've heard of this thing called dabbing, <laughs> and um, yeah, I I don't know what it is. And it looks like you're rubbing your nose on your uh, your tricep. Isn't that yeah. what it is? <laughs> I was like, Good. I'm doing the dab or something. I'm like, what? You sure about dabs? I'm like. Yeah. Dib tabs? <laughs> yes, please. Well, was that the one with the weird sort of can candy stick? Hmm? Dib tabs. Was that, that Yeah, one? it's like a bag of sherbet, but you get like a horrible chalk stick. Yeah, but there's there's two there was one was like Raspberry and one was yellow. Like yeah. just standard. Okay. So it was What was the one then that had the licorice thing that you stuck in sherbet? Oh, the sherbet dip. Not a dab. Yes. Okay. That had just like a, a round, a square. Oh, I got red lolly. Red lolly. Yeah, it was like a red lollipop oh, no. kind of thing, and you sucked on it and dipped it in. Oh, this, was a, this was a licorice one. It was just a long stick of black licorice. Well, I wouldn't buy sherbet. that because black licorice is the devil. I told you this yesterday. So how would I know what that is? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want one though. Oh, yes, because you're the devil. It's not my fault. I think I remember seeing them in the shops lately, and they've now got this little plastic bit covering up the actual licorice bit. Because back in the day, the end of the licorice bit used to just be sticking out in the air. You wouldn't get away with that nowadays. No idea what you're talking about. <sighs> just a lump of licorice hanging out in open air. Oh. Sounds like a dangerous game. Oh, the most dangerous game. Here at the dab. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Oh, apparently I looked up kosher salt yesterday. What's kosher salt? 
And you looked it up, so why do I need to? Well, no, because it was in Asda and I couldn't get a signal at the time. But um, I'm not going to hold it up now. Well, it's kosher, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I figured. It was just that. But I don't know what makes it. Uh, maybe there's no owls in it. Yeah. Owls aren't kosher. Yeah. Pigs aren't um, kosher. No, because mum was doing some recipe and she, it was from American sites, so like, oh, kosher salt. She was like, what's kosher salt? Well, it's just salt, like, isn't salt it? Salt with no pig, I mean, no pork in it. I was like, I'll Google it. And then I couldn't Google it because there was no signal in Arthur. Um, right. You know what I keep meaning to buy at some point and I keep forgetting? Chicken salt. I can never find, I saw onion salt the other day, but I can never find chicken salt. No, but I guarantee if you go on Amazon and type in chicken salt, you'd be able to Because that was, that was the Australian. Used to moan like hell about... Okay, yeah, so Dib Dubs is one of that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I did, forgot that existed. But if I go to Sherwood Dip, was that kind of one bit? It was oh! Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd never buy that. Um, right, what was I saying? Yeah, the Australian used to kick off because she goes, oh, your chips don't taste right here from KFC. And I was like, well, what? They taste like chips. Well, where do you want? No, no, there's something wrong with them. And then she realised it's because they didn't use chicken salt. Mm -hmm. And in Australia at KFC, they use chicken salt on their chips. Yeah. And I just went, well, that's ridiculous. I've never heard of chicken salt before. That seems ridiculous. And then went to Australia and had KFC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their chips are bad. <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> How dare you be right. Um, but yeah, but I've never seen it in Asda or anything. But I did, I see, I did see onion salt yesterday. So. 170 grams of uh, chicken chippy salt in Amazon. Uh, £9.8. How big a bag? It's not big at all. It is £53 per kilo. That's how expensive it is to buy in this country. Can you just make your own? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea how you would. But, uh. The original American chip spice with paprika. It's, it's not got chicken salt in it. <laughs> that ain't no fucking chicken salt. They, well, they wouldn't call it chips, babe, because they, they, they don't call it chips. No. Americans. Nope, that's it. So, yeah, if you want to buy chicken salt, it costs you. <laughs> Far too much. £9.08 and eight pence for 170 grams. So let's not we've got a bag on there. I want to see what's... I mean, yeah, but I it's not in context of anything. But, oh, but yeah, look at the things. It's, it's not going to be that big, is it? It's 170 grams. Of course it's not going to be that big. I can never... I, can never, I don't I can tell you how much a gram of it is. But it's salt. I know, but I, uh, I don't work with... Okay, think of a salt shake, yeah? Well, I, I, I don't know how much salt is in a salt shake. No, I think grams. Stop. Think of a normal salt shake and yes. it's like that. Okay? It's one of them. That's okay, all it is. It's fine. Also, I've got to say, I don't read the sizes and things. So it's like, could it be one of the tall ones. You know, you get the cooking salt, cooking salt thing. That's what you're saying. So I'm saying I had to look at the carton and that was all. Yeah, but I don't understand because it's not in context. It's a white box on a white background. You don't, it's not like a man holding it in his hands, licking the side of it. That's, I can maybe see it somewhere. I go, okay, well, I know what the size of that is now. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Contains yeast, contains wheat, contains gluten, contains soybeans, contains soy, you'd like to think so. Yeah. Uh, country of origin, Australia. Oh. Anything else about it? Oh, there's a smaller one. Here we go. 
£5.97. How much? How big is it? For 100 grams. Half the size, more than half the price. Uh, yeah, there is a list of ingredients there. I didn't hear chicken being mentioned at any point. Well, no, I, that, that was allergens it contains, oh. not ingredients. Okay. Uh, you can get bacon salt as well. JD's bacon salt. Peppered bacon flavoured seasoned salt. I like how, you know, it says people often buy on Amazon gives you three things. Yeah. Chicken salt, bacon salt, and Applause cat food multi-chicken pouch. So, <laughs> a, a, so <laughs> yes, brother. Uh, it's not a human food, it's good. <laughs> um, I was a thing the other day, I was frantically trying to remember the name of these things you got from takeaways in Australia. And then suddenly somebody on there on Facebook posted mm-hmm. thing about putting them on barbecue. The dim sims, fucking amazing. There's always kind of like these kind of things you get from chippies where they always think, oh, it's made out of cats or something. Well, if it is, cats are fucking delicious. Uh, yeah, I totally, I want dim sims now, but you don't get them here. I want some pot stickers. Mm-hmm. You get them in Wagamama. They're, they're a delight. Are they pot stickers? I don't know. They're just a delight. Maybe they're a cat. I, I think, I, I think they've got pork in them. Fair. Also, their Korean barbecue and Wagamama is delight as well. <sighs> it just flakes off the bone. Ironically, I've never eaten a, a rib and, and popped an erection in front of my sister before, but I have after <laughs> eating Wagamama. Oh, even, oh yeah, I did that no, thing. I just suddenly remembered I've got ribs in the fridge. Oh, cool. Okay. Fair. Maybe one ribs now. Fine. Oh, right, where are we? Dave's screamed the ghost. Featuring Tunde Adebimpe. Uh, the lead singer of TV on the radio. Oh, of course. They released my favourite <laughs> album of 2008. Dear Science. Oh, dear. Um, I think he also starred in that... Uh, um, what's her name? He starred in what? She's thing? in Ghostbusters. She, you, you think? I would say she's the second most famous out of the four. Not Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> but the other one's more famous than Melissa. No, maybe not. Melissa not McCarthy. in that. Not in that circle that I've drawn her in. And, what, and what's her name? What her name is it? Begins with a K. Kristen. Kirsten. Oh, the one. Oh, the the one that was kind of Egon. No. 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 Oh, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. She was in a film called Nasty Baby, and I believe uh, uh, Tunde Adempe was in it with her. Nasty Baby. Adibempe is his name. Jesus Christ. I don't know how it was pronounced. I I don't know if I got it right. I'm just saying. I missed the entire syllable. I'm definitely guessing you pronounced it a lot better than I did, because I... But... um, Um... yeah. yeah, the Twilight Zone gets used in a lot of stuff, doesn't it? People like the Twilight Zone, it's very popular. Mm. You know, that's why Charlie Brooker created Black Mirror, because he likes watching Twilight Zone, he watched new ones. Yeah, I really got much to say about this one. There's some nice Pitalano on this, played by uh, Brian Burton, aka Danger Mouse. You know Danger Mouse. He created the Grey Album by taking the Beatles' White Album and Jay-Z's Black Album, and slamming them together at high speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Did not know that. He also produced uh, Danger Doom with uh, uh, MF Doom back in the day. He did uh, a lot of work with the Black Keys. You know, the the two-piece blues band. Uh, he made that album with David Lynch and uh, Mark Linkhouse. Rest in peace, Mr. I, I Can't Take Life, So I'm Going to Commit Suicide. Um, uh, which was very sad and good. Um, oh, and also there's a Sparkle Horse album. Also, that's also Mark Linkhouse uh, that he did. Um, which I used to own, but that was one of the many albums I sold to buy a new laptop when I realised I could sell it for like 85 quid. I know, right? It is up to a point. Hey, um, <sighs> see, I think now, the only issue I've got so far with the album is that it's always easier to write stuff about albums when, what I think, when I'm hating it or it's just shit. Uh-huh. So the less I have to write about something, I always think it's a slightly good sign. It doesn't help for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but, I, even I, and I'm liking this album a lot, I just wrote, I don't think I need to leave too uh, many more notes. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really written not much else um, for next few tracks. Um, I think it gets to track 12 for Oh Mama, which I think is my favourite on the album. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, sort of musically, more than yeah, yeah, yeah. lyrically. But, um, and I said, second last track, Thursday in the Danger Room. Mm-hmm. I'll say I was a bit worried about this one, kind of leading up to it, because I was like, oh, look who's it fe- who it's featuring. Kamasi Washington, yeah. the legend. My enemy. Um, <laughs> and that's harsh, actually. There's plenty more people that have done me wrong. He's done nothing wrong. It was me that couldn't handle him. It's true. It's really my issue, not his. It's 100%. He's never even heard of me, so that's, uh, that's fine. He might have done. I mean, I don't, I don't know what he would have... He might have Googled his own name and went, oh, someone's done a podcast of it. And then a single tear went down his face. <laughs> yeah, but this guy just doesn't get it. I hate him. <laughs> oh. I'm going home to my Muma. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he turns up on that one. And mm-hmm. I say my issue with it is that there's not enough of him on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't just feature it in some... Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be that prominent. But I went to expecting to hear a lot more than I did and then was kind of weirdly enough find myself disappointed that he was more prominent yeah, yeah. and I'm like wow I never thought I'd be disappointed not to hear Kamisi Washington and the guy's yeah. amazing and the, yeah the, the, the synth versus sax kind of solo of sorts yeah. on this is absolutely great so it just made me sort of tempted to revisit the epic mm. And it gets really sad, you know. I mean, I think this song uh, Thursday in the Danger Room is actually a pretty sad song, you know. It's definitely downbeat horns. Yeah. I mean, especially when with the rest of the the attitude of the album. Um, and then you get into the last track, which is officially one track, but it's actually split into two tracks on the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the notes. A report to the shareholders slash kill your masters. Yeah. But I say it's, t- it's two separate tracks according to the, note of the actual thing. Yeah. Split. Yeah. Uh, obviously, kill your masters as uh, Zach Della Rocha from Rage Against the Machine turn up. What more do you need? 
Because um, he is a king. So, yeah, it was like, I, I was kind of sad when this ended. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm definitely going to have to go and listen to everything. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, so my worries about, oh no, you're going to make me listen to something you actually like and mm -hmm. you're going to hate my opinions. Well, it's fine because I ended up really liking it. Yeah, no, I, I thought you would. I mean, it's, it's yeah. tough. But then I thought you'd like the Violent Femmes and you hated it. And I thought you'd like... There's not much, actually. It might... I know you like Talking Heads, and that uh, oh, yeah. Remaining Lights like my favourite album go-to. Yeah. So now I don't know if you've listened to Remaining Light or just flitted around Best Ofs or like Stop Making Sense and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, well, Stop Making Sense is kind of now my go-to. Kind of, whenever I'm not sure what to listen to, mm -hmm. that goes on. It's damn fine. Um, just looking through a list of things that we've done to see if there's anything else that I still listen to. Mm -hmm. I still intend on going back to Radiohead. Mm. I intend to go back to Radiohead. But no, I've got tons of notes in here. <laughs> so anything else to say about this lovely album? I just I, I can look forward to four. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> or whatever they decide to call it. I don't know. I feel like if you've done a perfect a trilogy, trilogy yeah. it's, it's rare you pull off a perfect trilogy. Be in uh, well, in there there isn't really one in music, but no. you know, in film, I think it's time to call it quits. Well, well, so I don't know. I will, but if uh, there is a four, I'll be happy to listen to it. I will, uh, I will be getting their other stuff and listening to it because I really did enjoy this album. Yeah, and I say if you wanna if you wanna buy it, you can. And this album is actually released through their own label, so they actually make some decent coin on it. Scratch. Um, but yeah, all their albums are free. Even if you didn't have Apple Music, you could get yeah. hard, you know, download them. Yeah. And other than the last track of the first album. I think they've got a bad song out there. And I don't think it's bad. It's just, it's like a weird Christmas, not Christmas. I don't know. I just don't like that last track. So. Well, I said, well, to me, the only thing I didn't like really was uh, Ticketron. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everything else is good cookies. Hooray, good cookies. These yeah. cookies. Are good. So next time we will be listening to something. Oh, oh yeah, um, Brian um, Eno. Yes. Um, yeah, reflection by Brian Eno. Next time we'll be listening to that. So until then, uh, oh, Brian. Stay hard. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> is that the end of Pump Up the Volume? Or is it Talk Hard? I can't remember. Oh god, I haven't seen it. It's called Happy Harry Hard on. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. Mm. First Girlfriend made me watch that. Is it one of her favourite films? It's not a bad film. It's, it's you know, it's. Yeah. It's not a good film, but. Mm. It's Samantha Mathis in that. Yep. It's their first collaboration <coughs> before Fern Gully and then Broken Arrow. <laughs> Completing the trilogy. Was he in Ferngully? He's a voice, and so was she. I never watched Ferngully. 
Okay. Uh, I didn't even know she was in it, to be honest, but I'm kind of surprised that Christian Slater was. I watched it uh, in the cinema at a Butlins uh, holiday camp once. Bloody hell. And now, right, the things you don't know about me. I <laughs> <laughs> went to a Pontins once. Oh, yeah, we used to get a Pontins all the time. That was with Wayne to go and meet up with his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And her family. Was she a yellow coat then? No, she was there in Holy Bear family and we decided to get her. Maybe it was a blue coat. It was, uh, it was a holiday. That's what I'll say about that. Mm. Okay, well, until next time. No. <laughs> right. You seem sad now, thinking about Pontins, no, so let's call it a day. Uh, thinking about that friendship was a term. Um, That's quite a long one though, right? Yeah. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.